Welcome to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast with your host and your mom's favorite digital nomad, Riley, Mr. Living That Life Bennett. And we're live. What's up? FBA Lifestyle Podcast back in the building. We're here with another uh, 90-day FBA student. We got young Abe coming at everybody from Mexico City, Mexico. What's happening, Abe? Hey, what's up, everyone? Nice to be here. Yeah, cool. So, uh, yeah, it's about a month into 90-day FBA. Um, and uh, we'll get into kind of uh, your progress update and all that in a second. Um, but a real quick background, you're from Texas, right? Right. So I grew up in Houston. Um, I like to say that I grew up there, but haven't lived there in 10 years. So um, I've kind of been traveling around a lot. Um, but yeah, so I grew up in Texas and Houston, lived in Austin for a very long time, and then kind of moved around ever since. Cool, cool. Uh, awesome. And then, uh, so what brings you to uh, Mexico City right now? So with Mexico, um, well, I'm Mexican by heritage. So when I was younger, I would kind of um, travel back and forth between Houston and, and Mexico. Um, but once I got older, I really started to appreciate sort of my Mexican side uh, a lot more. And then when I came to Mexico City for the first time a few years ago, I fell in love with the city. Um, and I just imagined myself here and um, I ended up sort of like coming here in January and I've been here sort of since because of COVID, but also because I see a lot of potential in the country and in the city and I really just love it here. There's so much to do. The food is yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. It's affordable. Like I was telling um, Payman that I feel more free in Mexico than I do in the U.S. Um, just because of yeah. like it's chaotic and it's, um, but at the same time, it's just so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I've been watching uh, all the recent Mark Ween's taco videos. Oh, my <laughs> God, man. I've just been dying watching his food porn. Absolutely crazy, that Mexican uh, Mexican food. Uh, so, yeah, I have many nomad friends who have done time in Mexico City. And, uh, yeah, keep hearing great things. So can't wait to uh, do some time there for sure. Uh, what's like? Um, what's, like, your cost of living there? cost of living it's well it's like any other city i would say like you can go you can go you know super baller if you wanted yeah. to you can <laughs> you can find affordable deals probably on average i'd say like an airbnb for yourself would probably be around like twelve hundred dollars in a good area uh per month um but you can definitely find lower um lower rents if you do like a longer term lease or if you know people probably um, or if you want to share, like if you just do like a room, a private room, and you're okay with sharing um, your apartment, then that's even cheaper. But I would say like maybe like between a thousand to twelve hundred for rent in a good area. Um, but then everything else is like super cheap, so it kind of like balances out. Like eating out is cheap. Um, in general, like you have uh, supermarket is cheap. Um, yeah. So about $2,000, you can live pretty nicely there, right? Eh? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And how is the uh, internet connection? Is it reliable? Is it fast or spotty? 
It depends on your area. Like I, I was telling Riley that we actually have bandwidth limits. So I didn't know that. In the US, you don't have that at all. So you can stream as much as you want. But here, you're kind of charged on a sort mm -hmm. of like usage, like you're maxed, you're capped out at a certain level. So my current level is I think 200 gigabytes a month. Okay. Um, and after that, it like slows down. Um, it was like 100 before and I didn't know that. So I kept like having internet issues and I'm like, why am I having internet issues? Because um, I would go through it super fast because I would be streaming music on YouTube or, mm. you know, things like that. And that takes up so much. Sure. Um, so much data. Um, nice. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, what's your um, digital marketing background and uh, what, uh, what led you to join 90 Day FBA? Yeah. So, I've always sort of... Um, I guess I'm going to take it way back, you know. Um, I remember yeah. when I was in sixth grade, uh, I think, you you know, you always, like, think about, or your teacher, like, does little projects. I'm like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I believe, like, one day, like, in sixth grade or eighth grade, I can't remember it always, but I was super young. The teacher asked, like, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, I want to travel the world, and I just want to work doing that, um, really, and just, like, just have something that lets me do that. And then the teacher's like, well, honestly, like that sounds more like a vacation than it does like a real job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I guess at the time, I mean, it was unheard of, you know, it was maybe like, um, I don't know, like um, 15 years ago or something, 16. So I guess like, you know, but then ever since then, I kind of always had this idea of working online or doing stuff online. So then when I actually started getting into university and what I was interested in, um, I sort of majored in advertising and finance. And then I did um, sort of, I was always in the digital marketing space. So I did like agents, I was in the agency world for a while. Um, then I did some freelance and then I'm in my current position now where I do digital marketing um, but I'm sort of like a full stack marketer. So I kind of done a bit of everything, um, social search, email, branding, mm. uh, just like in everything. Um, but I really like e-commerce. Um, I just, ever since, um, I don't know, ever since, I mean, ever since I could think of, I was always super excited about working with e-commerce um, sort of um, clients or things of that nature, just because it naturally gravitates to digital marketing. Um, so I guess eventually ended up finding your YouTube channel, like maybe around 2015 when I was considering, um, starting an e-commerce business, wow. um, sort of like researching different things, um, including FBA at the time. So I've been following you since, and that's part of why I joined your course, because, um, I had been putting it off for a long time doing FBA specifically. Um, and then I kind of have seen you grow, seen you sort of share so much knowledge through, you know, yourself and also the people you interview, like the videos that you put out, like the lifestyle, like the philosophy. I just really like, I don't know, I just really love like everything about um, your content. So I really have like a lot of trust in you just through that. Um, and I decided yep. to join your course. Boom. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah, yeah that was just what I was hoping. A lot of my followers, yeah. just like you, would uh, have the excuse to start now because of the challenge. So, awesome. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And then in 20, oh, I was just going to say that in 2020, I told myself, like, after having so many ideas that I saw kind of like happen and materialize that I already had before, 
but I didn't act upon. I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to make 2020 the year of like, where I just going to do it. Like, fuck it. Like if I, if there's something that comes my way, I'm going to do it. And if I fail, then I fail. If I don't, then that's awesome. Like, I'm just not going to pass up any more opportunities. <clears throat> awesome. So, so at what point did you, did you feel that it's time for you to move on from freelance work and uh, agency work into e-commerce so are you like one of i know quite a few freelancers mm -hmm. agency people that after a while they can just burn down working with clients and we get the whims of their you know every little demands whatever say no yes. fuck it, i don't want to deal with that anymore <laughs> i just want to run my ads make my sales or talking to people and all that mm -hmm. are you did you feel like, like that too at, at one time oh definitely i um i mean so I was living in New York working for an agency and just the work was just intense. Like I literally would wake up from maybe like seven in the morning. I would get back home by 9 PM in the, at night. Wow. And just because of commuting, because of like the long work hours. Um, and then I'd still have to do laundry. I'd still have to cook. I still have to go to the gym. Like I just, it was a very stressful life and um, I felt super burnt out. And I realized um, back then that I wanted something more um that was more flexible and i always believed in remote work it was sort of like a philosophy that i had just from my experiences of being sort of like a digital native you know this internet native and of seeing things like bitcoin start to go up and then seeing those success stories and um, i just realized there were a lot, a lot a lot more different paths than just like the traditional job route which i was doing at the time why didn't you start uh, e-commerce Amazon before and are you doing it now? Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, I guess for FBA specifically, um, I didn't, I put it off for so long, I guess because I always thought it was super complicated and I thought it was like a big um, capital investment. So I felt that I wasn't comfortable, let's say investing like 30,000 or $20,000 um, like at the time, um, I didn't have it and I didn't like, I just didn't feel like I could do it. Um, so that's probably why I put it off because I thought, and secondly, I thought that maybe it was also like super difficult to get in. Um, even though let's say it was 2015 where it's probably like the golden years, you know, but, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so, so I guess like online, just I kind of paid too much attention to the critiques of starting and never actually looked into it. Um, from like a more of like I'm gonna do it and if I fail I fail type of standpoint. So you know there's been many gold rushes on on Amazon. The first one was back in 2008, 2009 when it first started. That mm -hmm. was Gold Rush 1.0. Then mm -hmm. 2013, 14, 2.0, 2017, 3.0, mm -hmm. and now is the 4.0 because now it's exploding like that would really? be all all three of them combined like little splash. Because right <laughs> now with what's going on. Mm -hmm. especially with new markets opening up like uh when i was we were telling you during the webinar and all that the uh the baby boomers finally embracing e-commerce that's another just in the us alone that's 75 million people north america that's over 100 million people who have a lot of disposable income they're very health conscious and now with the scare of this virus they're less and less likely to to go outside and to the mall do the shopping they prefer to do it online just a couple of clicks and the main uh, place they go is amazon so it's only going to get, I mean, I see it, it from last year. I, it's all the sales, all the doubling on Amazon. I'm talking Amazon, generally speaking. 
And by the end of the year, and next year is probably going to even double on top of that double. And so it's going to quadruple. So it's, it's going to make all the previous booms like, like nothing. So it's still, you haven't missed anything. Yes, you might have missed the previous booms, golden ages. But the one that is coming, the one that we're right now, it's the mother of all of them. Yeah. So should be extremely excited. Plus, there's other markets opening up, other opportunities like India and eventually Indonesia. Vietnam was a sourcing opportunity, even mm -hmm. the US, Europe, even Mexico. You're in Mexico, I'm sure there's tremendous mm -hmm. you know, manufacturing opportunities in Mexico. Lots of uh, artisan and craft products you can get, you know, that's gonna, you know, can really make you stand out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yep. Um, I guess, uh, how has, uh, how has product research going? Um, what uh, if someone was starting right now? What are some tips you would you would give them? And uh, yeah, overall, what's the experience been like this first month? It's sort of been like a boot camp, you know, like one of those intense <laughs> gym boot camps. Um, for me, I feel that it was a lot more challenging than I thought, you know, in terms of um, actually finding the keywords to focus on and types of products and niches to focus on. Um, in the beginning, I had like all these product ideas, um, but then when I actually searched them, they either didn't have enough demand or it wasn't, or there was already too many competitors in the space, um, or it just wasn't as viable as I thought it would be you know, there wasn't as much interest in general for it. Um, so I think one general tip I would say is um, to newcomers or what I've learned is just to keep your mind open. Like I think also through the research, um, even though I had sort of these preconceived ideas, um, I actually discovered a lot new, of, of new products and niches just through researching um, that I didn't even know existed or that I didn't even know um, was a thing. So I really, um, including the products that I want to launch, like they're not things that I would have thought about unless I had done that research. Cool. So I think focusing in on the um, keeping your mind open. Um, I, I really love the concept that in the beginning of like really paying attention to what you use, to what others use, to what you bought, um, to what's around you, that helped. Um, I would say that it's good to uh, not procrastinate. Also, I think like, it, even though it is tedious and it is sort of like a lot of work, I think it's important to always stay focused um, that way you can meet your, um, I would say like 50 products that, uh, that you discover and are like, you know, have potential, but I would say ideally you probably want like 100, um, just so you then have more options for later on even. Mm, that's great to know. That is great to know. Yeah. yeah. You should probably push it to a hundred. Um, and as I say, keep at the beginning, <laughs> keep going wide, add, add things to the list and then yeah. forget about it and then keep going wide, wide, wide. Cause it can be, uh, it can be tricky after you find an idea. You're like, Ooh, this is so yeah. interesting. You want to dive deep and then you spend a day and a half like diving into that one thing yeah. and then you haven't added any more to the list. Uh, okay, cool, cool. And so have you, chosen your product yet so i'm between two right now um right. but yes i i feel confident in in those two um but we'll see cool. yeah when yeah. we have our uh, when we have our one and one-on-one -on -one, yeah. uh this week then we'll uh then we'll 
choose it for sure. Mm-hmm. Are you going to launch both of them or just going to go for only one? I think only one for now. Yeah. And are you going to completely eliminate the second one or put it on the shelf for later on? I'm going to definitely put it on the shelf for later on. And um, I, I think I have a few on the shelf that have potential, but I, I feel like um, just in, in this first product launch, like I want to focus on maybe the easy, the one that I think would be easier to succeed in, or maybe um, then, then a more complicated one. And make sure it's a product that you can add on other related product to build a brand because you're not looking to just sell one-off products. You're looking to build a brand for the long-term, you know, mm-hmm. um, because eventually you, you want to have the option of within a year to sell that for a nice, you know, cash injection. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. on that note, um, you're the first uh, member we're having on uh, that signed up for the VIP program. And uh, yeah. for those who don't know, it's um, there's a VIP option. It's basically in addition to the weekly group calls, it's um, uh, an additional one hour one-on-one call with me. Um, <clears throat> so I guess how has, how has that been? Uh, how helpful has that been over the uh, <clears throat> over this uh, first four weeks and yeah I guess what's your kind of takeaway review from that so I found them really helpful especially as I was doing my product research like it helps to kind of bounce ideas off people or off another person and be like I want to do this and then have you kind of rip it apart or ask me questions or ask me or you know things that I might have not considered before um, I think one of the ideas that I had was around like the use case of it. Like you're like, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool like item, but like, are people really looking for it? They're going to choose a cheaper option. They're going to choose a more, you know, um, sort of more util, the uh, option with more utility. So I, I definitely like have found them valuable. Um, it's great having sort of like someone, especially someone who's already sort of done it, kind of give you even deeper insight sort of like on a one-on-one basis i really it's been helpful cool awesome good to know um yeah yeah it's been fun it's been fun uh really getting really diving deep and of course like just so people know like on the group calls uh you know people give me their their product ideas and shoot ideas and you know we bounce ideas back and forth but the reality is with the group um, there just isn't uh, enough time for me to dive really deep into someone's mm-hmm. product list. And so, mm-hmm. and so that's why I'm offering the, uh, the separate uh, one-on-one for people who want it. Cause you know, I can't do it for everyone. You know, I can't be on a phone all day, every day, as you guys know, I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, but, uh, for those who want that, that additional, uh, one-on-one, uh, I'm like, yep. All right. I'm offering it, you know, the values there. So, so that's, that's what that, what made you, when you, when you signed up for the course, what made you say, okay, fuck it. I'm also going to go for the VIP. <laughs> um, what was the thing that pushed you over the edge? <laughs> okay. I'm going to splurge well, and go all in. Because I, I felt all in because I feel like, you know, I'm not going to have asked this if I'm going to, if I'm going to be serious about it, especially with my mantra of like, I'm going to, make 2020 sort of be the year where I take on all opportunities that come my way. Um, I took on the VIP opportunity too, because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to set myself up for success. Like I want to 
make sure that I do what I need to do through the course, but also that I'm held accountable by Riley. Like if we have our one-on-one calls, like there's more, even more pressure to like do well, you know, like to have good ideas or to really be like a feature case study. So that's what made me do it. And, and plus, like I said, like I've, I've been following Riley for a long time. So I, would be super valuable awesome what's your gut feeling in terms of the product that you have do you think it's gonna be a, a good, it's gonna have a good good success or you hesitating or without your crystal what, ball bro how much is it gonna make <laughs> yeah that basically that's just right so between the two products you, you're, you're considering right now mm-hmm. what's your hunch telling you uh, about a versus b my hunch is telling me probably around um you know, well, to kind of preface it, um, I really valued like the, what you said, Pimmin, about like kind of staying under the radar. So I probably don't want a product that's going to give me 10K. Why well, I, I do want one, but like... Well, 10K but, is not under the radar. Under the radar is like you want to stay under 50K a month. <laughs> oh, okay. So 10K is under the radar. Okay. That's next level. <laughs> that's next, next, next level. Okay. Well, well, I guess my thought process was like, I kind of want to launch multiple products and have those combined make maybe make mm-hmm. me like, you know, uh, five figures or whatever. Um, so like, but anyway, I think my product... I want my goal of my initial probably starting launch revenue goal would probably be like 3k uh, between three and 6k I think would be good within to how long uh, hopefully within you know the first month hopefully I mean if everything's right you should be profitable from like day two well That's maybe not day two hear. but maybe the first week after the reviews okay. and stuff, but get you some reviews now. in okay. there and then we'll go from there it, yeah. <laughs> awesome, no, bro. you're right. You're right. You wanna you wanna stay under the radar. That's a perfect thing to do and go after multiple small runs, as we so to speak, as opposed to just one big slam dunk. You know, especially starting out, because you, if you go for the big slam dunk at the beginning, it's gonna be hard to compete with those guys. That are, you know, putting like six figures and in, in ads mm-hmm. almost per month, some of them per day. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, especially like in Amazon, where I feel like, um, like you mentioned, like some of the people, I mean, we have the same tools. So I feel like if you go for something that's super obvious, or um, I feel like there's like a lot of people that are, you know, having that same idea. Um, so it's, that's another thing with the bigger fish. It's like, yeah, there's more volume and things, but like, there's also way more competition or there's a lot more people looking at the same products. And don't limit yourself just to the tools because you said everybody has the same tools, everybody sees the same products. So mm-hmm. if you go after that, you will automatically have tremendous yeah. competition. Mm-hmm. Use the tools to, to give you some general uh, overview of how it's doing and then use, mm-hmm. think outside the box. Like as I said, we've been telling you, like, for example, look on Pinterest, so look around mm-hmm. you, look on, talk to people. Hey, what, what, did, what was the last product you bought online? Why did you buy it? Just talk to people around you, you know? Mm-hmm. Those are things that not anyone else is doing it. Everybody's just going on Jungle Scout, Helium 10, mm-hmm. and Amazon. And that's, guess what? That's what 99% of people are doing. But you want to you be the 1%, not the 99%. So you got to do yep. things that the, the, the others are not doing. So just be a little bit more creative, more imaginative. That's going to right away set you apart. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's right. 
Yep. And the course has helped do that. So I, you know, and y'all's sort of insights have also helped do that. So if y'all, if the audience wants to find out how to do it, y'all should buy the course. <laughs> Why should they buy the course? Yeah. Tell us one good reason. Uh, one good reason is like, you really get everything you need to launch an APA product with people who have done it. And you, it's like a fast track to success. Like 90 days is the goal. And I feel like it's comprehensive. It's, um, you get your questions answered. It's a small group setting, which I really love. Um, it doesn't feel, I, like I said, I have a lot of trust in y'all. Um, maybe if you go to another course, it's not, there's sort of like this sort of like, um, I don't know, other agenda that maybe people have when they sell courses, but I feel like y'all are actually invested in seeing us grow um, and things like that. So you don't so want to be member number 345. Eh? Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know, y'all, y'all also introduced things like, um, like the India sourcing webinar that we had. Um, I thought it was really cool. There's a lot of like guides that you have posted up, um, which I find super helpful. Um, yeah, because I'm very passionate. I want to make sure you guys mm -hmm. succeed. And also I believe in this course. I believe in what mm -hmm. we're doing. The one thing that is really for, for me when we first uh, got uh, together with Ryle is how can you make this different from all the 3,546 other similar yeah. Amazon courses? Mm -hmm. And the one, the one thing that they were all missing was a step-by-step, -step, day one you do this, day two you do this, and so on and so forth, and having an actual goal that is measurable, quantifiable, and that you can see. Because a lot of courses, they tell you, oh, you're going to make money. You're going to make $10,000 from the first two months, the first right. one month. And that's something that 99% of people are not going to do it because they don't have the, the drive, the experience, the, the budget, or whatever. But if you tell someone, hey, I'm not going to promise you the moon, but I'm going to promise you if you follow everything we tell you, at the end of 90 days, you will get this result. And this result is something that you can see, they can envision, it's realistic, it's not crazy, which is <laughs> to have the products, live on Amazon. That's something that anyone can envision very easily, even if you have no experience with Amazon. And that's what we basically putting with this, uh, bringing with this, with this course, we're giving him an actual roadmap. Today you do this, tomorrow you do that. Next week you do this, just like a college. At the end of the college, you have an exam. At the end of the exam, you get a grade here. We tell you what to do. Week one, you do your, your setup, week two, you do your product research and so on and so forth. Month second, you contact the supplier, you get your samples, and by the end of 90 days, you'll have a product. That's your ultimate exam. That's the ultimate result. Exactly. Yeah, buddy. It, it's like a college course. <laughs> yeah. College life boot camp. Hack, yeah. Hackathon. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just way less money uh, to invest, and you right. come out making money instead of in debt. Right, exactly. exactly. That's huge. <laughs> It's uh, a anyways, that's, uh, that, that's all for me. Any, any last uh, questions from you, Payman? Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, how is the uh, e-commerce e potential in Mexico? Because I see there's Amazon Mexico. Mm. And are people now more and more response, uh, res uh, receptive to buying online, especially from Amazon? Because I believe there could be a tremendous opportunity for you being in Mexico Mm -hmm. If you sell on, on Mexico and even eventually to manufacture something in Mexico, that's something I would be interested in myself. I'm yeah, so new products, yeah. new things. Yeah, so that's actually like what I believe would be like my second iteration it, um, would be like focusing in on Amazon Mexico, focusing in on sort of like the e-commerce the e here. Um, 
I feel like in terms of just like e-commerce propensity, um, yes, it's popular, but it's also like, I would say like any other sort of um, developing country where mm -hmm. you have this sort of like, maybe like, uh, I don't know, I want to say like 20% of the market is using e-commerce right now. Uh, the issue with Mexico is that I believe only like 46% of people here have a bank account. Really? So, yeah. So it's super common for, even for savings. Um, they do things that like, it's just, they literally, it's a cash society. So um, I feel like that's one of the barriers to e-commerce is like, there's um, beyond logistics. It's like the actual, like people not having a bank account. They don't have, therefore they don't have a card. Therefore they can't really purchase as easily. Um, through online here in Mexico, though, there's ways around that, like cash on um, uh, cash delivery, on delivery, delivery. Um, which they do in other countries as well. And um, India, like India Brazil, yeah. Um, they do like um, things like that. Um, so that's one of the things that has sort of been a barrier, I feel like. But there is a lot of like um, e-commerce activity. Um, but I would say that it's definitely for more of like the middle class to like the um, you know upper class focused um whereas it may be the u.s so the, in terms of market sizing i would say it's less of market size potential than it would be like in the u.s where everybody pretty much owns an iphone and has a bank account um you know they there's, don't. there's another tremendous tremendous market and opportunity mm -hmm. for you it's the latino market in the u.s and canada which is huge humongous yeah. <laughs> seriously yeah it's definitely it's definitely like i, I mean i was am a part of that, I guess. Um, so I, I definitely see the potential in there, um, especially in places like Texas, California, um, you know. There's Latinos everywhere, even in, I mean, even in Canada, it's the same. We have a huge Latino community mm -hmm. in Toronto and Vancouver, Montreal. That's a market I would be really, really, you know, interested to go after. There's this tremendous, this is, is a big in numbers. They have uh, purchasing power and they're hungry. They want to spend, mm -hmm. you know, they're, especially they're, they're going places. They want to get the stuff they want. And the place to go, it's Amazon. So if they're going to Amazon, right. they might as well get it from you and me. Yeah. Like I was telling, I think I was telling Riley that my mom during, especially during COVID. So like my mom, um, she's definitely not like a, an online person at all. Like she doesn't buy online. She loves to go to stores. She loves couponing. She loves like just going, doing that. But, um, but during the COVID season, she told me that she had discovered Amazon. And she's like, oh, have you heard about a site called Amazon? I'm no, like, what's yeah. that? <laughs> what's that? Never heard of that. <laughs> Is that a and, rock star? <laughs> and I thought it was super funny because, like, she's not the type to actually look up e-commerce or ever consider e-commerce. Like, she's actually, like, super averse to it because of security. Thing. Uh, like, she thinks, like, there's security things and... Um, even though she has like an iPhone and stuff, she doesn't really shop online ever. You know what you should ask her? Mom, what but did you buy from Amazon? I, I, should, I don't think she has bought anything yet. I think she looked at the site. Um, I don't so know. Tell her, what, are you, what are you looking for? What, what, what would be the first product you buy? That's, that's tremendous yeah. market research <laughs> right there from buying from, from, from buyers. That's Talk true. to people. That's your, that's, that beats Helium 10 and Jungle Scout any day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome and super happy. All right. Um, well, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, it's going good. 
Happy to have you here. And uh, yeah, we got our next group call coming up this week. And uh, yeah, and also our one-on-one -on -one call and we'll, we'll choose your product and then we'll move on to sourcing. Exciting stuff. Yeah, let's do it. All awesome. right. Thanks for having me. Thanks awesome. for having me. Keep crushing it, bro. Yeah, I will. Cheers. Let's do it. Good night, guys. All right. Yep. Talk on the call, guys. Peace. Thanks for listening to the FBA Lifestyle Podcast. Don't forget to follow on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and Instagram. Ready to fast track your first or next FBA product? Ready to create a real product that leaves the competition in the dust? Then check out the 90-Day FBA Challenge, a 12-week accelerator program with weekly coaching calls where we help you go from zero idea what to sell to a product live on Amazon within 90 days and download the free Amazon Secrets eBook, FBA Lifestyle, The Amazon Experts. Start your FBA business. Achieve the freedom lifestyle.